Hello, residents of Maple Town. This is Dean. Johnny Cabin. And to- Here we go. Today, we're going to be talking about our top 50 list. We're going to continue on. We got 30 through 21 today. Big time. Yeah, I mean, we're getting up there. So thanks for joining us for episode 109. All right, residents of Meeple Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean wearing a black Detroit Lions t-shirt. And I ain't lying this time. I ain't lying. Emma Dean. Is that the first time that you've told the actual truth about that? I think I've done it before, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. I, 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 would, I don't know. I would be surprised if you did. He really is wearing this. I thought it would be interesting just to have a quick chat. Um, whether you like American football or not. Oh, here we go. You probably know this is that when we turn off the rest of the world. The Detroit Lions are Amazing. the scum of the NFL. <laughs> what? <laughs> On the bottom of your foot. And you know are they on the uptick? How how you how you feeling? about this year so that I can go back and laugh at you at the end of the year if you're feeling good. I feel I feel not good. I feel great. <laughs> I feel great. Oh, really? Awesome. I do. I oh, I, that, oh. I know that I'm being ridiculous about that too. 100% <laughs> I know I am. But I actually like our team right now. I feel like we All have right. we have a shot of doing some things this year. That's uh, what I think. I root for you guys. So I say all this and in the midst, I like I always because I'm a huge underdog fan. Anyone could have a quick conversation about that, Dean. Are you a fan? Do you generally pull for the underdog or not necessarily? Yeah, usually if I if I don't have a if I don't have a dog in the hunt, as it were. Yeah, that, that's probably a, a Tennessee saying. If I don't really care about either team, I'll pull for the underdog for sure. I have, a or b- if I like a specific player or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, one of my best friends says he loves greatness. And so he always is pulling for the greatest, best team. Like he likes, you know, or liked back then, you know, the Patriots. Whenever Tom Brady was on the Patriots, he loved Jordan in the 90s. You know, he likes LeBron now and some of these, you know, Kawhi Leonard. You know, like, and I, so whether, whether you teams? know who these people are on the podcast, I'm just saying like he just, yeah, he like switches his teams based on the, the, the players and their greatness. And he just... He just goes with the he's oh, he's a winner <laughs> like that style is like you always got a team of the championship. <laughs> I, I like that idea to an extent. Honestly, I do. I yeah. I really I root for Tom Brady. Part of that no. Oh, the the biggest part of that is because he's a Michigan guy and I root for Michigan, and so that that's the big reason why I pull for that, him. Well, that makes perfect sense. But at the same time, I I like to see people break records. I like to see people. That's what he that says. Are, you know, I, I but I don't switch my allegiance of my yeah. teams because of that. He basically all. is like, I'm living one life, and I love to see greatness in my lifetime, and I root for greatness. I root for records to be broken, all that kind of stuff. I I get it, but not me. Like I like you know the college that like Greendale Community College in the show Community that I'm trying to get Dean to watch. <laughs> Their mascot, by the way, is the human beings. I want the human beings <laughs> Is that to right? beat That's... to beat yeah to beat you know the Florida Gators like take them down and I want to cheer and it's like one glorious day they'll be beaten seventy to nothing the next four or five times <laughs> but for that one day <laughs> it's a glorious day the human beings That's good I can't get past that yeah you part should of see it. the uh, you should just Google the human being logo it'll make it even better okay so I'll do that maybe not right now. I'm hey, quick. speaking of sports, can I can I bring something up? Yeah. Have you been paying attention to the Little League World Series? No. 
Okay. I, I, I have in the past, but I just I don't have I just have not had time. So the team the on the US side of things that that's really making a splash right now is the Little League World Series, by the way, if you don't know, for the for our listeners that aren't in America. It's is. the World Series. Everyone in the, yeah, in the world true. knows. There's teams all over the world. That is true. Okay. It's, I, it's, I, it's or for those who also twelve aren't, and under twelve and yeah. under baseball team. There are people that listen that aren't sport don't sport. Yeah. But Nolansville You're is, right. I was thinking that it was is going going crazy right now. Really that's like deep. twenty minutes from where we live. Yeah, which is cool because the so two of the two of the kids on the team, their dads are friends of mine from high school too. Really? And so I've been following their yeah. Uh, and mm. one of them one of them is the coach. And and so like yeah, it's been cool to watch that and to see my buddies like post things yesterday, for example. They got to see so they do a game with the Boston Red Sox and the Baltimore Oreos. They play at that stadium, and so they got to hang out with the Did players. You say Oreos? Orioles. Yeah. You said that so fast, it sounded like you said the Baltimore I gave Oreos. my son some Oreos this morning, so maybe that's what, what it was. Not for breakfast, but for his lunch. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but George George W. Bush was there, and wow. they got to meet him, and Jackie Robinson's wife was wow. there. I mean, it's a, it's a really cool thing. They're on all these ESPN you know, interviews and all that. It's, it's pretty cool to watch. Can you imagine that as a 12-year-old kid? Being able to experience all that, you're blasted all over ESPN. It'd be dope. Yeah, sweet. It's pretty cool. Anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use the Johnny Cabin thing as a uh, mention of why we're going to skip a week in the middle of this. So I am buying a cabin in Gatlinburg this Friday. I'm excited about it. I think I've mentioned that before. Man, I'm ready to get in this Airbnb game, Dean. But I will probably not be able to record uh, the podcast. Here we go with the commercial again. No, next is that week. What? <laughs> the point is, I, I'm excited. I we yeah, I love the mountains. Anyways, it's possible we will, but it's also highly probable we won't be recording next week, and therefore it'll be two weeks before the next episode is released. Yeah, before the next this episode, it, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll. Just we have get a bonus here. episode we might throw in there for next week. Yeah, you know? it could just be me singing. I mean, I might just post some some. You know, some clips of me singing or something like that. The Did de- you the the Dinaling mon- uh, uh, <laughs> monologues? So. Did you? That's did, a, that's a reference to I, the community. I think John wanted to make sure that he plugged his Johnny Johnny Maple Town Realty in there <laughs> slash <laughs> slash rental. I just cabin. tried it. Honestly, I just try. I like to be personal, and I'm an open book. And when I'm going through something in my life, good or bad. I'm just going to tell Meeple Town. It's it's an exciting venture. Yeah, it is. No, it is. I'm, 100%. So, I'm, so I'm just I'm not trying to get someone to rent it. If they want to, they can. Sure. I I think you need to put like this amazing board game table in there. Have a nice library up there. I'm I'm not against it, but I don't. Yeah, the table that I have for it right now is not huge. I'll, I'll 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 give someone that caveat. It's not a bad size. You can play games, but if you have some massive board games you want to play, then. It's probably not the cabin for you. Mm. Okay. It's we'll, a fine size table. We'll fix that. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's just not a it's just not a big, huge, massive one. So anyways. Yeah. You want to do uh, this thing? All right. Well, okay. Oh, no, no, we no, got we a game to talk first. about yeah, first. Yeah. We played a game yesterday that's not on our list. Spoiler. It's not on any of our list like from here on out. I mean, I just played it for the first time yesterday. It's called In the Hall of the Mountain King. How about that? This is by Jay Cormier, Graham Johns. And Jay Cormier has done a lot of stuff, right? Belfort and Junk Art did... Uh, there were several other ones I haven't played any of his games, at. I don't think, actually. Really? I wouldn't mind it. I just don't think I have. Okay. 
yeah, there's um, there there's a, a decent amount of games, some some really good games in here too. But anyway, so in this game, it's kind of unique. You've got your your troll smoot. Oh wait, never mind. He did. Did he do uh, Akrotiri? Akrotiri. Yeah, that's right. I've played yeah. that, and that is really good. Mind management, which is yeah, one that no, I've really been wanting that. to play. Yeah. Okay, so in this game, you have a troll smoot. What is a troll smoot? You might ask. It's really fun to say. <laughs> it's a tableau of cards that have drawings of trolls on them. Okay, um, so you're gonna get resources from those trolls, and as you put cards out on top of this pyramid of cards, mm-hmm. all of the resources that that can be gained on those cards will be gained. So it's like this cascading effect. If you put a card on top of two other cards, those two cards are gonna get the resources as well as the card that you place. You're gonna be using those resources to to build your tunnels throughout this <clears throat> this uh, cave system. You're going to be building tunnels. You're mm-hmm. going to be moving these different statues around so that you can get points the, the deeper into the center of the mountain that you are moving these statues to. The more points you get, if you put them on pedestals, you're going to get double points. And you're going to get points from putting pedestals also you know, closer towards the center of the mountain. And what else are you doing? That's it. A lot of gaining resources and using those resources to, to build more tunnels really yeah. is, is essentially this game. Uh, I'll stop there. That's the brief, brief interview. Yeah, because we got to talk about it. What do you think? This, okay. Not, not what, yeah, what, what, <clears throat> yeah, let's, what just, let's, just, let's just dive right in. So first of all, Jonathan really enjoyed this game. I remember him saying that and I was, so that's, that's intriguing. Uh, so when Dean had this on the table, I was actually excited. You know, Dean tends, <laughs> D- Dean tends you to want to go and see you know, what I did. He tends to, yeah. Well, he told me, asked me if I wanted to play Yido or uh, Echoes. Yido or Echoes. That's and right. and I knew immediately. There's no way we're playing either one of those games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's true though. So it, the, classic Dean. He usually overthinks it and stumbles a little bit. Like picks something that I'm not super excited about. This time, I saw in the Hall of the Mountain King on the table, and I was like, I think you did it. I think you picked one that I'm excited about. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't overthink this one. I just really didn't have enough time to learn the other rules for those, for those ones, which now I know how to play Yido. There we go. So we can do that again sometime okay. soon. Okay, that sounds good. It's not as difficult as I thought, but, but I knew this one a little bit better. So, yeah. Yeah, and <clears throat> so Jonathan liked it. So, I, was, I mean, I'm always interested in what he's played. And also, I knew this was a little bit light. Like not like I'm. It's a medium weight game. It's not on the heavy end because oftentimes Jonathan likes heavy games. I thought this game had felt unique, fair fairly. I'm not gonna say like wildly unique, but we had that conversation, right, Dean? Yesterday, kind of like the way, and we'll get into some of the mechanics real quick. But the way that all the the mechanics work together, I was like, I just feel like this is a little different of an experience. Yeah, I th- I think it is very different. That the card play, it, it, so you're you're drafting these cards, um, these these troll cards, and you have to the the better cards that you get, the more money it's going to cost you to move mm-hmm. up and take those cards, which I think is pretty interesting. But how those cards you gain the resources through those cascading effect, I think is really cool and unique, and it's it really takes a good amount of planning. Yeah, I messed that up. Because if you already have resources on those cards, whenever you place a new card for those resources to come out, you're not going to gain extra resources. It's just you kind of lose that resource yeah. because there's no place for it to go, unless you can move it into your big storage and that can hold as many resources. Which there as you are spells want. that and stuff like that that you can yeah. use gems to potentially do things like that. But you have three like stone type resources. You have hammers. 
because as you're putting the polyominoes onto your onto the uh, pl player board, not player board, onto the actual board, some of them have places where you got to use a hammer to drill through or to hammer through. You also have gems that can be used to do spells, and then you have carts that are used to move like these statues and stuff. And so there's six resources to kind of manage. Oh, and coins, seven. Yeah. Uh -huh. So while it there's a little bit to like think through because you not only do you have the cascading cards which I loved that by the way yeah because yeah. when the tenth card is played the game's over like you, the game could be over in like thirty minutes if someone just went probably fifteen minutes if they wanted to but that's kind of dumb um, and they would lose but not only do you have like that mechanic going on you have which is an engine building type thing right kind of an engine building type thing which I always like but what I thought was really cool is uh, not only are you lame polyomino puzzle but there's almost there's like a pick up and deliver mechanism to this game and i generally don't like that but you're picking up these statues and you're using the tunnels you've already built and these carts to deliver them to these pedestals right yeah and i thought i thought that was really cool and maybe like my favorite part of trying to figure out how to go build a tunnel to this statue to get it over to this pedestal, but oh shoot, I've got to get a blue pedestal for my blue statue. And there were many times I was like, oh, I should have done that differently, which is very positive for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is one that when you play it the first time, you're going to think that a lot, that you yeah. wish that you would have made different decisions, kind of strategized a little bit differently. But it doesn't I, feel I, overwhelming. No, not yeah. at all. Not at all. And in fact, the rule book on this one is is really simple. You can mm -hmm. read the rule book in no time and, and pick this game up pretty quickly. Uh, there are some little smaller detail type things that you have to remember. Like if you put these certain tiles out that you can also put a pedestal out. But everything's laid out really well. I I really, really like this game a lot. Enough that in the future, it's possible this could make my list. I, I, I think maybe had I played mm. this right before we were doing our list... I might have done that. Now, there is a... I, I have the normal version of this. There is a deluxe version of this that came out with a Kickstarter. But I think even just the normal version of this is is really well done. This is a Burnt Island Games game, and, mm -hmm. and their productions are always really well done, I think. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I... I don't think I played it enough to really know. I, I guess if I would give a tentative rating around hovering around eight, I think potentially though I could I could see it also going up because um, I, I really liked it and on Amazon right now in the US it's 38 bucks I think on mini Mart and some of those it's like 36 37 very affordable that's game. a that's a good deal yeah I think very affordable for there's well, a lot well, of stuff in the box where would you be at like in your these aren't hard ratings but kind of in the ballpark pretty high I eight and a half nine ish wow. area. yeah, yeah. I, I like it's this really good I just honestly, I just wasn't thinking, and I had only played this game solo before. I didn't play. I didn't play multiplayer with this one. There is a. a uh, it says two to five players, but it's actually there's a, a small boss expansion that makes it a solo experience. So. Well, that was the other piece to it. Why I think it could go up from there is I think it's two players is probably the definitely the worst player count. To yeah. Played in because. Yeah. It, Dean and I kind of carved our own board out, and it was more of an efficiency game than a battle out you know to try to steal these statues to get them to go onto our pedestal which a three or four player game would have a ton more of that action. well okay and i didn't mention this so three player game uses that same side of the board as what we did if you flip the board yeah. over it's actually a different side of the board for four and five yeah. so it is still gonna have there, there's not a ton of competition for that as much as you might think but it's still there especially when spells come out that allow you to move the statues even if they're not unearthed 
Um, yeah. I think it was the spells that do that. Anyway, that that changes things because then you're moving them away from other people and trying to move them onto your, um, into your tunnel system. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And, th- and getting the different troll cards, the competition for that becomes pretty steep, too. And there are definitely... So there is player interaction because you're going for those troll cards and you're also... The spells go away after they've been used three times. So there's definitely player interaction in this game. I would just like to have one or two tense moments where you're trying... Not all the time, right? Where you're trying to go, oh, is Dean going to get that statue? Oh, should I go for that? Is it worth the risk? Is it not? You also have like workshops that you're kind of, there's only a set amount of those that are available that help you kind of build an engine and you're kind of trying to get to that first potentially. So yeah, really, really fun. I, Quan Chai Moriah, uh, uh, Moriah, uh, yeah. Quan Moria. Moria. There you go. I cannot say it. Uh, art is also really well done in this one. Did yeah. you say what you would tentatively give this around one? eight, Sorry. around an eight, around okay. an eight, but that that's only one play and that's a two player play. I mean, it's, it was definitely good enough to where, I don't think I'll pull the trigger to buy it right now because I've just I want to play some older games. Yeah. <laughs> As we're going through this list, segue maybe. Like I keep going, man, I play so many new games. You know, Trajan's on the shelf. I haven't played that in a while, and I desperately want to play that and some of this other stuff. So Yeah. Well, speaking of old games, we might have some of those on our list, and I'm ready to See. get started. Let's go. All right, we are back for, well, okay, if you're on the, the YouTubes, we mm-hmm. are here for the first time doing our 30 through 21 list, and we're just going to jump right into this, starting with this guy, Dean. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Dean, by the way. I mean, we're we're move, we're trucking along here, and... We haven't even started yet. We're having a blast. I'm saying we're trucking along when it comes to the thing. <clears throat> okay. I don't the, the, the the list the list oh like overall like okay we're three weeks into this what I you're think saying. you're recording your screen a little bigger than usual looks like you've been uh, it's been this way the last couple times okay, okay. I hope so okay. I might have to uh, do a little crop looks like you're doing like a little bit of promotion for some of these uh, podcasts out there oh yeah I like it <laughs> I you're making it read my, the, the the rest I usually of have my quick bar on there there we go yeah, there you go there okay go. yeah okay. yeah still let's do this on man. every shot all right these games got to be amazing like. I will literally boo your games if you make a bad choice here. Me? And I, and I, I would ask that you would do the same to me. Okay. Oh, good. Like I'm that. ready. I know what your list is. <laughs> I've seen your list, and I'm ready to boo. I, would, I, would, I think that that's right. Okay. okay. Let's see. All right. My number 30 is Rococo. Specifically, good answer. Good. <laughs> like Family Feud. Good specifically answer. Specifically, Rococo Deluxe Edition. I like this game for a lot of reasons. It feels... Like a game Concordia that we talked about being an elegant game. This feels very elegant. You are sure, yeah. You are deck building in this game, and you're going to be taking. It's interesting though. It's different kind of deck building because you get to actually choose which cards you want to play before you have to reshuffle. So like you take all the cards that you have in your draw pile, and you pick three of those, and you're going to choose the actions that you're going to pick. Mm-hmm. Now the cards are also dual purpose because it is. It has a symbol on there, a thimble symbol like that. Ah. There it is. And the thimble symbol has I love to the, match little thimble. the different actions that you're taking on the board, but it also might give you a little bonus. Like you might get some money, you might get uh, some some thread. There's lots of different things that can happen from those different actions. And yeah. then you're able to buy new cards. But ultimately what you're trying to do is you are going to be building clothes. You're going to be making clothes. Yeah. And you're going to be either selling them or renting them. Yeah, selling them or renting them. Selling them to get the money for it, renting it to put it in the Great Hall for the big ball that they have so that everyone can see how amazing you are and give you victory points. Really? That's right. Right, right. That's that's, that's essentially the game. A lot of cool stuff going on. There's area control. There's deck building. There's... Uh, 
hand management. There's uh, resource management. Lots of cool different things. I really, really love this game. That is Rococo. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it because it may or may not be on my list. May or not. That may means or may it not may. be on my list today. That means it may. How about that? All right, so my number 30 is a game that is new to me this year, Dean, and new to my list. It has replaced, so this could be controversial. I love it. I love controversy. Wait, what was, what, did you say what that was rated? My number 30, Rococo, is rated. Okay. Well, it's going to be the deluxe. You're going to have yeah. to go to the original. That's fine. You can keep talking. I feel like it's like 100 and something the original is. That's probably right. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm distracted now. That's all right. I want to see, I wanna see what it is. Keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, interwebs. What? You're not going to say it? You're just going to. I'm just going to stare at the you're screen. You're just going to wait. All right. So oh, it's 255. Two, 255. Okay. Wow. Seems a little low. Seems a little low to me. All right, so this is a new game for me. It is going to replace another game, and that is this replaces Tigris and Euphrates on my list. This is Yellow and Yangtze. How about that? Boo! In your face, Tigris and Euphrates. No, I'm just kidding. I've never played this game. I love Tigris and Euphrates. Um, I just feel like this is, I know this, some people argue with me. I feel like this is the better version. Um, In this game. BGG would disagree. It's. 100 overall for Tigers and Euphrates. Here's the problem, though. Yellow and Yangtze's out of print. It's hard to get. You know, Tigers and Euphrates has been around forever. Um, this Yellow and Yangtze has hexes, which, you know, is fine, whatever. I don't know if that necessarily makes it better, nor makes it worse. But just the battle and stuff like that's a little bit more streamlined, and I like it better. And I like that there's uh, green tiles that you now have. If you, if you're a Tiger Street Euphrates fan, you know what I'm talking about, where you can actually pick from a display instead of just totally randomly drawing all the time. There's some other things that I like about it. But if you've never played this game, this is an epic battle. This is an epic battle where, like, you're building up your uh, empire or whatever. But what's so great about this is your lowest scoring cubes is your total score for the game. So it's one of those balance games, right? Like you have, you can't, if you decide to have 25 red cubes, but you only have four green, what are you going to score? Four points. That's it. But then Yellow and Yangtze also adds wild, which are yellows. So at the end of the game, you add, you evenly distribute your yellows across the board. So it might make you score six points if you had four with the green. But that's what's so intriguing about this game. It is so like tactical of when to decide to attack somebody else's because if you do then you know you could maybe take over some of their towers or instead of like military battling dean do you want to revolt against you know theirs and it's so crazy because these battles are taking place but it's not just me versus dean if we're playing like multiple players it's like dean could have two leaders in two of his leaders in the city i could have two leaders in a city and charles over here we're battling against him. So we're on a team, basically, because we don't want to lose. Sometimes battles take place where you have multiple leaders in different kingdoms that are battling against each other. And you're like, crap, what do I do now? Which one do I care about the most? I'm selling you on this, dude. This game is freaking awesome. I think I don't have a copy of it. I think if I had a copy of this, this could be skyrocketing up to one of my top games of all time. Okay. All right, that is that's big time, big praise. Epic battling is what you say. Uh, yes, from from Reiner Knizia. And, ba- and uh, yeah, is, Reiner Knizia. Yeah, heck yeah, Vincent Dutrait art too. By the way, it's beautiful. The production is is through the roof on this one, and which I mean, Tiger and Euphrates has good production yeah. too. It seems like that's I. Fine. Yeah. Anyway, the I, pagodas are real nice in this game, and they yeah. work easier and like a little bit simpler. And it's 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 just 
it's more elegant, I think, than the than Tigris and Euphrates. I think he, I think Reiner came, stood back and fixed it. Not fixed it. It needed no fixing. Improved it. Okay. All right. I'm, I need to try this one. This we got to get this one to the table. I speaking of I playing older games, it. this is not an older game, but the right 2000. What is it? 18. I think. 18. Okay. 2018. But the it's expensive. You got to find it. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, it's like over a hundred bucks. But Tigers and Euphrates. I'll is, figure it out. Is quite a bit older than. Uh, quite a bit older than that. Anyway. I would love to play this with like you and Justin and Jonathan, and I'll throw. I'd love to play with you too, Stephen. There we go. That's our buddy Stephen, but he doesn't usually get to play. So, all right, womp, that is womp. John's number thirty. I love you, buddy. Yellow and Yanksy. One day, He's, John's just going off on a tangent. One now. day let's, we're let's gonna, one on. day we're going to hold hands and play games together soon, Stevie. My number twenty nine is Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion specifically. Uh, just because I, okay. I think this is a good entry point into the system. I really love the gameplay of this mm. one. It is, you're going on missions. It's, it's uses the book in Jaws of the Lion as opposed to the tiles, which is nice. I've come to really enjoy that from games. Kind of like if you've played Mice and Mystics versus Stuff Fables or something yeah. like that, where you have the, the storybook. And it tells you how to set everything up. You're going to be playing cards and... Um, uh, attacking and, and completing the missions that way. It's all story-driven as well. You're going to be improving your character as the game goes on, and it's just a really, it's just really a lot of fun. And and mm-hmm. for this is a fairly cheap game too, considering what you get in the box. And I've seen this on sale for like under thirty dollars, I think, yeah. which is crazy, crazy town. I think it plays fun solo. I don't like it as much solo because I, there's something about not knowing exactly what your partner has and is going to do. Um, you have to speak in in, uh, in vagueness whenever you're talking about, you know, talking to your partner. Vagueness? I, you, have to, you have to be vague about what you're doing. You there can't you be go. very specific about everything. Now, Gloomhaven overall is like number one, right? Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion is ranked number four overall. Yeah. We always talk. I don't like that. I, yep, yeah, that's fine. It, it is what it is, but regardless, I really like angry. this game. You like this game too. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Not necessarily. I actually end up selling my copy because I just wasn't getting it to the table, but I, I kind of regret it, but it's fine. Get it. It's cheap if I want to get that back. That's true. That's true. So that's yeah. Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Line, number 29, much faster than John, yeah, by the it's way. It's really good. All right. Oh. You're number 29. All so right. You so my, that. yeah, my number 29 is a Stefan Feld game. I mean, you know, why not? Why not if I already have. Two failed games on this list? Might as well. Might as, might as well. Might as well make it three. Probably make it might four. Might as well make it 12. Probably make it five. <laughs> might have six, actually. <laughs> I think I only have that's one. That's terrible. I only have one this that year. Is, that, that's not terrible, but I, I actually, now I'm thinking about it, I might have six failed games on my in my top 50. That's not bad. Best I, designer of all time. I probably did in the past, but this year I only have one. There you go. It's crazy. So this is ranked 10 69 overall this is probably the lowest ranked fell that is highest on my list and that's form trajanum and form trajanum was a game that i just i continue to feel like it came out the year of carpe diem i continue to feel like it's just underappreciated and i guess because i know i've heard people say it's themeless and blah 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 fine like if you want a game that has that has a ton of theme then you're not going to like this and there's no way of me convincing you that it's good but for me it's all about the decisions and it's all about I have these two uh, tiles, and which one am I going to pick, and which one am I going to hand to my partner? And it, I have these dudes, you know, the 
the colors of the red and the yellow and man, how am I going to play those people best? And then how am I going to send envoys to the middle? And like, there's all these, like I say, I say this every year about this game. There's all these like grueling decisions of like, you have two or three choices and what do I do? But I want to do them all. (laughs) And the game goes fast. It plays quick because of that. And it's so fun. Every time I play it, I'm like, that was great. Yeah. Now, I'm with you. 45 I, minute to an hour long fun game. I really like this one. I, I kind of think initially when this came out, I had this higher than Carpe Diem. Not that it really matters. It's better not than the Carpe same. Diem. I, I don't know. I, I've really, really... I like, uh, yeah. I've played Carpe Diem a lot more than I've played this since then. I just like the simplicity okay. of that. But this is a really, really good game. Good pick. Yeah, I remember, when, I remember teaching you that the first time. Yeah. I think we were at your old house. That's right, and I think that you were like, "Wow, that was way better than I expected." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I didn't know what to expect from this one because I think I didn't really know a whole lot about it other than it was a fell. So, twenty nine form Trajanum. All right, my number twenty eight is uh, one that you've already talked about. It's Hansa Teutonica. Oh, well, then we can just move on. Okay, that's a great game. Good <laughs> answer. You're making some. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, Dean. You're making some good picks so far. Let me share why I like Hansa Teutonica. I yeah, really ahead. it's the quickness of it that in in inter- sure. it's an interesting game of area <laughs> control and the turns are so fast you're just bam bam you're done just take a you know take quick turns and you feel like you're accomplishing a lot it always feels super tense whenever yeah. I play it whenever I'm trying to like gain these spots that I think John's also going to go for and then he starts mm-hmm. removing pieces of mine off the board I don't mind that take thatness from this game because you gain benefits even even though mm-hmm. people are hurting you in this game. I just this is a great great game. Love it. Hansa Teutonica. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, good. That's that, another good answer. Yeah, there I'm I'm killing you on time. By the way, I'm crushing it with being more concise. That is, uh, there's a first for everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you're number twenty eight. Hansa you're Teutonica. Num- you're number twenty eight. My number twenty eight is Newton. How about that? What? That is a uh, what do you mean? What? I mean, I've no, I don't know if you've got this designer on your list yet. Yeah, Simone Luciani, uh, Nestori Mangone. That was a joke. Yeah, I love Luciani. <laughs> Three fifty one overall. I mean, so in this game, it's you know highly thematic, right? You're sending out your workers up the tech tree, and you're sending them on, you know, journeys across the ocean. But uh, that was a joke, obviously. But what's so interesting for me in this game is number one. It's not that heavy, like it's 3.3 weight, and I think, yeah, easily, maybe even less than that. It just feels like a solid, bland Euro, <laughs> medium weight Euro, <laughs> that gives you interesting decisions. But I, I think my favorite part probably is the card play, and how you're building your deck, and when you lay down a card, you see how many of a specific symbol, like whether it's a travel symbol, are already on your desk, uh, and then you get to do that power of an action. So I think that what's so fun about that is you have to have that forward thinking and planning, right? Like if I play this card before this, and then on your cards you also might get actions, or maybe there's books on them, and you need books to be able to put books on the shelf. So I have to play this before this card, but I really don't want to do that. You know, those kind of decisions. And it's really uh, about weaving together, you know, everything is woven really well together and how can you weave, you know, some of this, I can't go heavy in everything, but I need a little bit of this to get to this and score the points. And it's, it's a blast. Yep. It's this a blast. Is, you know, this is one of those games that I haven't played in so long and I'm like, man, okay. It's okay. If I, I think game. you, I think you would play it again and be like, so my wife, we had played it when it originally came out in 2018 and back then 
these types of games were really overwhelming for her. And she hasn't, she didn't really want to play it that much. We played it maybe, I had played it with her maybe once since then. We played it again. She beat me and was like, yeah, that was, that was pretty darn good. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's I where think I'd be at. I rated this pretty high at the time, but then I just, out of sight, out of mind, there's a lot of games that we play. But yeah. if I had to guess, if I played this one again, you know, this week, I'd probably really enjoy it. From one beige Euro, Hansa Teutonica, to another, Newton. Speaking of beige... 28, Newton. Euros, my number 27 is Eclipse. <laughs> Eclipse, second dawn for the galaxy. Speaking of overthinking, if you were listening to the podcast... <laughs> That's right. Dean's game choices with me. Now, listen to me, John. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I, I have Eclipse at 20. What did I just say? 27. Okay, 27. It's 27. This game will rise for me. There wow. is no doubt okay. in my mind. Okay. I just I have to have more plays of it. But the, the gameplay itself is what I'm basing this ranking off of. I love how this game plays. You're going to be moving your ships around the board. You're going to be building your ships up and... and taking over planets and destroying ships and all that. But it is wow. the more Euro-y of, yeah. of these type of games for sure. But I just love it. I love building up my ship. I mean, you're still rolling dice. There is that element of it. But I still, I just love how all of this this plays out. I love the, the technologies that you're gaining for your ships and making the decision, do I want to have you know, faster ships or stronger ships or mm -hmm. whatever. And, and yeah, I just, I just really like this. I like this style I, of I game. I enjoyed it. Um, I like this style of game anyway. There's also, this is a 4X game. There's the exploration piece. I yeah, tend to really like exploration in, in games a lot. Uh, there's some some resource management here, which you is like really cool. You like that on Lost Dreams of Arnak, right? You flip yeah. over the tile, see what happens. Yeah, I love that. The the yeah. reveal. It's the reveal. I, I really enjoy that. The components are through the roof, which doesn't hurt things either. Um, so anyway, <laughs> this game will rise the more and more plays that I get with it. 27 is super high for not having played it very much, but I still really love it. That is Eclipse Second Dawn for the Galaxy, my number 27. And this is... It'll rise like a golden eclipse. That's right. It's, mm -hmm. That's not right. Okay, no. this is this is actually 26 20, overall. Whoa, I didn't realize it was that high. So this is a re-implementation of regular Eclipse, which yeah. at one time I believe was like the number one game. This was really? years ago. I don't remember that. Uh, right now it is 67 overall. It mm -hmm. was really high. Maybe not the number one, but it was, it was the top five, I think. Wow. I, I enjoyed... I've only played it once. I enjoyed it. Realize that it's not as good at two, probably. Yes, uh, but it was right. still it was still enjoyable, but definitely not this high for me. But I get it. Excellent, it's excellent. I get it. That's number twenty-seven. Yep. My, my number twenty-seven is ranked seventy-four overall, and that is Fields of Arl or Arla. People, I hear people argue about how do you pronounce that. Well, pirates usually say Arl. Arla. Mm. What are you doing? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. I just, I was feeling like a Please pirate. Don't do that anymore. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. A pirate that's questioning life. I think that's what they would do. Yeah, I mean, pirates can talk, you know, right? Yeah, but they're, but if they're, they're, if they're questioning their life, like they're in distress, they don't know. There's no words to express it, so they're like. So Fields of Arla is a pirate game, <laughs> where you are. So yeah, farming. Yeah. So this is a Rosenberg game. Rosenberg's obviously, if you follow us at all, is one of my favorite designers of all time. This is a two player only game unless you get the expansion, which allows you to play three players. Um, but this is, yeah, this is a farming game where you stick a worker down and you do what it says basically. But what I like about it is that one of the things I like about it over some of his other games is that your worker placement spots actually 
you build an engine with those, they grow. Like you can make them more powerful. So you're there's that tension of going to spots versus you know making your spots more powerful for later on and all that kind of thing. And honestly, it's just it's just really fun. I mean, man, you're you know raising raising some you know farm animals. You're moving levees. You're building buildings, just like so many of his games. But this is a top notch one of his. If I'm just one of my favorite, if not my favorite two player game of all time, though it's a lot longer than a lot of the other fun two player games. <clears throat> so I don't get this one to the table as much. Yeah. I at one time I said this was my favorite Uva Rosenberg game. That still probably stands, I'm guessing. I, I really, really like this game quite a bit. But you know what, John? I've been playing I mentioned this that I've been playing some online games, playing on board game arena and playing mm-hmm. on Yucatan. And I've been playing Agricola yeah. on board game arena. That's great. It is. It is a great game. Yeah, I love game. it. That's I've, a great game. I had forgotten how much, but it's it's a little too tight for my taste. Yeah. I, I like to be able to do more stuff and, and not feel yeah, so we'll stressed play Caverna. That's what I've been told, yeah. I guess. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, this Viltsvarla is, is a fantastic game. Good pick. It's a great game. Good pick. Uh, that's my number 27. Now, I do have to ask you, do you not have a Rosenberg game on your top 50? I do not. Boo! We said that we were going to boo. That's ridiculous. <laughs> You're going to boo my pick. That's, ri- not, that's ridiculous. Not boo my whole list. One of the greatest designers of all time, and you can't find one game. It's co- I think it's actually because you just don't play his games that much. I've played a decent amount of his games. Fields of Arla made my list last year, I think, if I remember right. How is, how is A Feast for Odin not on your list somewhere? Well, again, I've only played it one time. You've yeah. promised to show me that game again, and you have not. Well, it's because you're always like, mm, let's play this game That's or better. this game. And then you're like, mm, <laughs> actually, I come to your house and there's a completely different game set up and it's Eclipse. I don't have, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have uh, Feast for Odin. I would, I would like to play that again, though. Yeah. There you go. My Good number call. 27, right? Yep. Fields of Arla. My number 26 is a game that came out in 2014. This is ranked 31 overall. I am Mr. Popularity this week as far as BGG goes. Wow. That's Orléans. And it's a good that's game. Reiner Stockhausen, like Clemens Franz Art. There yep. you go. Speaking of, of Uwe Rosenberg. And in this game, this is a bag builder. You are going to be taking out your little workers out of the bag, and you're going to be putting them out onto the board into mm-hmm. um, different spots into onto your board to be able to take different actions. I like how all that plays out, and you're yeah. going to be kind of expanding. You're going to be traveling around. You're going to be moving up tracks on this game. Mm-hmm. All the things. I really like this game. You had Altiplano on your list. I, I really like Altiplano as well. Yep. This one just gets the nod for me. It's it's always good in my opinion. You know, the funny thing about this, Dean, is I how many times have I argued about Altiplano being better? Mostly because you cycle through all your chips. And I, right. I like that I like that way better. I would like to play them back to back again because Altiplano gets a little long in the tooth. You were right about that. And this is a little bit peppier, a little snappier. Still think I like Altiplano better, which is why it's on my list. But You know what's interesting is, so I don't have the Invasion expansion for this one. I have the other expansion. Okay. I'm on this, I say I'm on this kick. I'm, I've only played one, but since playing Viticulture Cooperative, now I want to play all these games cooperative. So I want to play the Invasion version of this cooperative. I want to play Maracaibo cooperative version of that. There's, mm-hmm. I'm on this kick now. Maybe we should go through a tour of all these games that have been given a cooperative version and, and just play them all. Okay. You like that? Yeah, let's do it. My number 26, Orléans. So my number 26 is uh, Rococo, Deluxe Edition. Uh, we already talked about this game. 
I didn't mention anything about it personally because I wanted to wait. I'm just going to say what I like about it is uh, I think the hand management and the deck building is really fun in this game. And to go along with that, you have that tug of war back and forth because you have area majority as you're putting out um, your garments. But you also have those kind of tough decisions of, man, <clears throat> like last night I was playing it. I could put this garment into the window to get points, or I could get 22 bucks right now, or livre. I'm taking the money, you know? So, like, you have those interesting calls and those decisions, a little bit of engine building going on um, with an income, and then you have the tactical, like, decisions of, man, should I get those that, what is it? What do they call it? It's not cloth. They call it silk. The colors, I think it's silk, right? Yeah, it's silk. Uh, it's like, silk. should I yeah. get the silk? Should I go now to get that? Because wow, there's several people that are requiring blue garments, you know, and, but I also want to grab one of these master cards, you know, maybe, or whatever, uh, to build my deck. And so well, when do I do that versus my opponents? And there's only one spot and all these ornaments to put out. And if someone goes there first, then they're going to take that spot, man, I can't get it. And so you're making all those, you know, in-game decisions like that, that are fun weighted at three. So it's a relatively easy game to teach, uh, and a dang blast to play. That's my number 20 six it's Rococo. a dang blast to play yeah, you heard I'm it here that, you put that quote on the box oh, yep rococo people eagle yep. griffin games yeah you can yeah. use it yeah absolutely you can all right my number 25 is a brand new game called wonderlands war i, I knew this would be on your list did you think so i okay. di i didn't think i knew you knew this was going to be on my list have you seen the minis <laughs> have you seen the art <laughs> It's got it's and it's got, got area majority. And like, this is I didn't actually plan this. This is back to back bag building games too. Yeah, Wonderland's War. You are going to be moving around the the tea. I didn't wonder the tea table. What do you call it? The the table where you serve tea. Yeah, you're gonna be moving around that table. And, and as you do it, someone goes tea time, tea time. It's. All right, you're going to be moving around that table, and I'm trying to find pictures of that board, but I don't see any online, where you are um, taking action. So there's cards that are going to be around the table. You're going to take one of those cards and, and get the stuff that's on it. Um, sometimes it's going to be giving you new chips. Sometimes it's going to allow you to get, oh, here we go, some painted miniatures. Um, sometimes it's going to allow you to get new characters or you know different cards of, you know, what, whatever whatever different things on here. Sorry, I'm stuck on the uh, painted miniatures that I'm looking at. Oh, online. gosh. Then here you go through that whole tea ceremony, and then you are going to then have the battle in Wonderland. You're going to battle in all these different territories. Oh, my goodness. I cannot find any good pictures. I uh, hate when that happens. I know. When you have it miniature every games, time you get usually, on miniatures. Yeah. That's right. Um, so then you're going, to, you're going to have put out your tokens into these different territories, and you're going to battle those territories out for uh, for the victory points in, in the same vein as like a um, El Grande kind of thing mm -hmm. or uh, what's that other one? It's uh, Anyway, ga games like that where it's just area, area control to get those victory points. I really, really like this game. I know you do. I didn't mention this, but with those battles, you are drawing tokens out of your bag for you know the very uh, uh, the different battle um, values that you have. And there's an element of quacks in here where you're kind of pushing your luck and um, you know not yep. wanting to bust in that in that battle. I love the battle piece of this. I love the the drafting, going around the table and picking up those cards. 
Everything about this game, I love it. I, I don't think this one will fall. It could rise for me in the future, I would imagine. I want to play this with more people. Uh, I mm-hmm. played this a decent amount, but I just want to play it more and, and maybe solidify it. I'm always a little reluctant to just like throw one really high up there, although I do have a game that came out this year that is higher on my list than even Wonderland's War. I'm seeing this on a lot of people's lists, though. People love this game. It was really good. It's 538 like, overall. Yeah, no, I get it. Like I thought I had a great time playing that game. I like the area control piece to it. I like the bag building piece. Um, the way the cards worked going around the tea table, as you talked about, it was it was very very solid. And I would I would definitely play a game if you put it on the table. So, and I get it. You need to rate it. You haven't rated it in BGG. You oh, should, I have not. You need yeah. to rate it right now. No, live in front of everyone. I don't know what I have it at. Nine out of ten. I think so. Wow, something like good. that. I, it may nine nine and a half something like that. I don't know. Wow. Uh, I'd have to go That's back at our video and watch that. Yeah, yeah. Now, th- there are two different versions. I said miniatures. There's a cardboard standee and cardboard token version of this game that you can actually get for a pretty reasonable price. But the deluxe version of this is where it's at. So there hopefully that'll be more accessible in the future for people. Love it. That is your number 25. 25, Wonderland's War. My 25 is a Suki game because Vladimir does amazing games. Amazing games. Pulsar. 2849 the game that dean played one time late night and it's kind of turned him off from playing it again and yet every time he plays a suki game he talks about how amazing we are <laughs> that's absolutely I mean, true it's true it's true i mean you love him one of my favorite designers for but sure. because of one bad experience you're missing out on one of his better games imo uh, so in this game, your you're, dice, you're probably right. You're dice drafting, but you know, as you dice, as you draft the die, if you're drafting them away from the median uh, marker, then like you're going up and down on these different tracks, going back and forth. So it's like you having these pools of I really want that die, but I really don't want to go that many steps um, to get that die, which is really cool. But I, I like this game. It's got engine building, um, and it just feels real tight. Like, you're not making that many decisions. You know those types of games. I love those. Yeah. I can't remember how many die that you actually end up drafting, but it's not 12 or something. I can't remember. But it's, it's not very many, and you keep feeling like, man, I'm not really accomplishing much. But at the end of the game, by the time your kind of engine is churning and burning and different things, uh, kind of like in the Hall of the Mountain King felt yesterday. Like mm. that, that's yeah. kind of those kind yeah. of feels. And that's why I think you really love this I was actually thinking this, Praga, Kaput Regni, yeah. which is like that. It's, it's so fun, man. I, I just, every time I play this one, I'm like, yeah, it's just solid, great game. That's why it's my number 25. It is ranked number, I'll go back on mine, Dean. You don't have to on your two 241 overall. So really high rating. Love it. Yeah. it's uh, there, There's no miniatures in this one, which is why I, I, I don't want to get it to the table that's exactly as often, right. I think. Fun game. All right, my number 24, I believe. I can't look at my list right now. So 24. It is 24, yeah. One with miniatures, Star Wars Imperial Assault. I've never played it. Yep. I think you would actually like this. Here's what we're going to do, John. This is what we need to do, and soon. We're going to play a skirmish version of this game. Okay? How many? Let's, let's be honest with you. No, no, no. We're going to do it. We're going to do this. How many games have we already said that we're gonna, we got to play that one? We're going to play that one. No, this is going to happen. I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you something. Here's how I'm going to make sure it happens. Uh, with all with with all the different Star Wars things that have come out recently, I'm going to put my arm around you a little bit. I don't care about Star Wars anymore. I wish yes, you do. they would have just had the three originals and never came out with anything Oh, else. come on. That's 100%, ridiculous. 100%. I'm not saying that everything else has been bad. I'm not. But there is, first of all, you know, the 90s ones that came out which my son argued, they are, my son just watched through them again. Can I tell you something? 
they are absolutely horrific. <laughs> The acting is bad, the CGI is bad, the plot is bad, everything is horrible in those movies. And then some the new ones, there's some good ones, but there's also some mess in there. And so yeah, I kind of wish they would have never done anything else. Go ahead. Okay. You can use you can play this game in that in that world of that original sequel, I know that trilogy, which is intriguing, yeah. Which is intriguing, but Okay, so in this game, you've actually got two different modes. You've got uh, kind of three, really. You've got the adventuring mode where you've got one versus all. Then they came out with an app a little bit later, so you can play fully cooperative using the app, which is a, a version that I really enjoy playing. I think that's a, a cool way to play it. But also there's the skirmish mode, which I really enjoy as well, where yeah. you and I can go head-to-head. You pick one of your factions. You can be, you know... Uh, you can be the the empire or whatever, and I can be the rebellion and we can fight against each other using, you know, we each get a certain amount of points to go with and, and then we just battle it out on the different characters that we have. And there's different maps, there's different objectives and things like that. I really, really, really enjoy this game. I don't get it to the table as much. I've been wanting to play back through uh, a lot of the cooperative mm-hmm. stuff, but, but you and I, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to invite you over to my house. Okay. play you know some lame euro or whatever you're gonna get there and this game is gonna be on the table and you're gonna be forced to play this game because hey okay. john we don't have enough time to set up a new game let's just play this okay and you're gonna like it okay okay let's play okay all right hey, hey you heard it here john's gonna play it that's, i mean that's fine that's my number 24 I, can i be honest with you it may be amazing but i'm not excited at all i will just play it for you i'm just because i love you okay mm. nah. you heard it here i <laughs> All right, that is 20, it is 24, right? Yes. Okay, 24 is Imperial Assault, Star Wars Imperial Assault. That is 55 overall, by the way. Wow. Oof, yikes. I mean, I don't know if it's yikes. My number 24 overall is ranked 92 overall, and that's Twa. So we can kind of continue on the beige Euro games. But Spelled T-R-O-Y-E-S, by the way, if people are looking this Troyes. up. Troyes. Troyes. Yeah, that's Xavier Jorge's, Um and I really like, I, 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 I think he's a really, really great designer. I haven't played Twa. This is one of the ones that I told. Wait, what? <laughs> in a while. Sorry. Oh, no, this, like, this is pretty high I, on I your list. I just think the art is fantastic. I love the art <laughs> of this game, by the way. But no, this is one that Dean and I talked about. I just Some of these, I don't know if I even played this year, but it's just been such a classic and it's, and it's so good. And every time I play it, I'm like, yeah, I love it. You know, you're taking dice and you can actually um, – buy dice from other people and talk about reveal a card is revealed at the end of at the beginning of each round you know for each of the little sections of the city and so you're like oh how can i make this card work for me and you're kicking people out of the buildings with your meeples and everything's just woven together in a beautiful package a midweight euro that just is a home run hitter slam dunk if you're playing basketball um you know Goal if you're hole in one, yeah. If you're playing golf, um, ace tennis, tennis ace, <laughs> right? That's toi, John's number 24. <laughs> right, you're done. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, you said you were complaining about how long I was taking, so in your face, done. All right, my number 23, 22, 21, making sure I'm right there. Okay, my number 23 is a game that is new to my list. I've played this a bunch over the past year. It's not a new game. It came out in 2018. That is Obsession. Mm. I am a bit obsessed with this game, actually. This one's ranked 134 overall. 
this is, I think, a pretty unique game too. It is, it is uh, deck building where you're going to be taking these cards and you're going to be, um, you're going to be playing these cards and then playing the uh, different characters from your house onto your cards to be able to tend to those characters that you're playing. And you're also going to be taking a location and putting the location in play so that you take that action. So mm -hmm. if, if you're looking at the picture online, that's exactly what's happening. I'm playing these cards that are matching up with the different uh, location for, the, for the, the amount of people that I need in that location. Then you just get a bunch of actions. You're going to be gaining prestige. You're going to be gaining the um, uh, coins, sorry, pounds, you're going to be gaining money and all that. But really, ultimately, this game is Downton Abbey. Through and through, it's Downton Abbey. That's the, well, the you're, board selling, game. you're selling me on it for that. Uh, people love this game, and I would love to play it. It's a lot I would of rather fun. play this than Star Wars Imperium, but I might like that one, Imperial Insult. I mean, I might like Star Wars better. But. Imperial Insult? Is that what you just said? Oof. <laughs> this one's it's such a obsession is Was such a unique assaulting? game there's nothing like this game that i've i've played before it really is your whole turn you just i'm gonna take one of these again if you're looking at the pictures i've got these different locations or i'm sorry different events i'm gonna take an event i'm gonna put it on my board and then i'm going to have that event at my house there you go really and it's just it feels super thematic the the people that you're getting to put in there are are it's interesting. All of it is really interesting. Let's play I, it. I love it. I love I want to play game. it right now. Okay. All right. See you later, Meeple Town. There it is. 23, Obsession. Um, Two peanuts were walking down the road. One was assaulted. I got it. You know. Merlin is my number 23, uh. which is yet another Stefan Feld game. This is one of those games that Dean and I originally played. It's been a while. A couple years ago, he had introduced me to it. This is shocking this is on your list. I know, way. and it was a later night. We had just played Bora Bora, and that was a little bit longer. And then we played this, and I went, that's a really good game. I, I enjoy it, but it was kind of like 7.5, rated 8 for me. And then I bought it because I just kept thinking. I kept thinking about this game, Dean, over and over. And I I love this game. Like I also have the uh, Arthur expansion or whatever, which I do really enjoy. I don't think it needs it, like some people say, but I do like it better with it. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, think it, I don't I, I don't think the game was broken originally. I think that it's it's very solid original game, um, very very good. But I do like it with that expansion. But you know, I mean, in the game, I mean, you're it's like Stefan Fell, man. What decision am I going to make? Like I've, I'm going around this table and I have s s these dice and I have a few dice and I've got to pick how many steps I want to go, you know, or whatever it may be. And uh, I you got to balance everything out. There's a little area majority that's going on in the, in the different like districts or whatever those are in the game. You're doing some uh, battling out with the majority in the, uh, what is that called? I can't remember what that's called where the little villages you're putting your token out there. Kingdom kingdom land. board or yeah, something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. So like you have those things going on a lot of just really fun mechanics. Uh, I really like the art in this game and uh, it's a little more thematic because you're fending off bad guys, which uh, kind of adds to it. Like, oh, they're coming to get a, a castle. So I'm not going to say it's a highly thematic game. I'm just saying it might be a little bit more than some of his other games and kind of managing all that. You know, maybe it's worth it to let the people come in and do a little damage to me to score more points in another place. Yeah. And I, and so it's it's a great game, man. I just love it. Uh, weighted around three, 3.11. I'm I'm really digging that three to three and a half range at this moment. And I, I love Merlin. Yep. I'm with you. This is a great game. This is a lot of fun. I, the, the planning for this one is interesting. The 
how when I'm going to play my dice, like which yeah. order I'm going to play those, I think is really right. interesting. You and want then, someone jacking your stuff. Yeah, and then there's some interaction with Mer- moving Merlin around the board too, which I think is is pretty interesting. And so. you have those like flags that you can play one time that'll give you like that one time bonus. And, yeah. Like, when to play that is like, do I use it now to jump across the table? You know, to like. But oh man, I don't know. I'd really like the one that's a few spaces ahead, and like I I love those decisions. Yeah, this is a great game. Good pick, John. Well yeah, done. yeah, I know you're you're welcome. All right, my number thirty-two is a game that we've played recently called Nations. This one's new to my list as well. This is a civilization game. This one is ranked one eighty-six overall, which is might be my highest one of the day. Maybe I don't know. I've got a lot of really high ranked okay. games today. Okay. All right, in this game, you are going to be. Uh, taking cards and putting them onto your board and building up your civilization. You yep. also need to keep uh, you, you need to keep uh, these resources so that you can feed people or whatever it is. I mean, that's essentially what it is, right? Feeding people, mm-hmm. uh, spending coal to do different things, and and having gold, and then kind of balancing out those resources too, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. You're going to be gaining new workers to be placing on those spots to take the action, but. You don't want to have too many workers out because, again, you're going to have to feed them and you're going to have to spend the resources to Mm -hmm. be able to do that. I just think this one's a lot of fun. What really makes this game shine for me is the fact that you, if you're playing your first game, you might play with all the same sides of the board. So everybody has the same faction essentially yeah but flip the boards over you got the b side and then you've uh you're you're playing with a unique faction and i really enjoy that more playing that way more but this game is really fun i really would like the expansion of this one Mm -hmm. i don't have it i think it's difficult Uh, i think it's difficult to get but I i would really like to have the expansion to play some of those other new factions but great game that is nations Mm -hmm. you like this one too you'll see Okay. We'll All right. See. Maybe yeah, we will. I don't want it. Yep. Uh, my number twenty-two is where we're at. Correct. Uh, is uh, El Grande? Has that been on your list yet? No. It will be. Yeah. Okay. El Grande is the quintessential area control game. I, I mean, it Classic. might be. It might be. Was Classic. that a spoiler? No. Nah, everyone <laughs> knew that's going to be on the list. Uh, and I, I, I think it's just it, it, you have those interesting decisions of what cards to get, and you know dudes that you can put on the map versus powers you know that you have and like man where are you gonna put them in in conjunction to the uh, what's the big pawns name in this game i'm drawing a mind blank right now the king no the, yeah the, is it the giant one that's on yeah. there that, that you can't, that is the king right okay the, sorry the taboo area yeah, yeah 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 so like and and that's that's really cool and when to move things and it's just i love it if you haven't played it Probably, you know, if you don't have a copy, it's kind of like in your face. You can't find it much in the U.S. of A. I don't understand why they don't reprint this I, game. It's this so is... good. You have the tower, yeah, I'm, you, that you can like kind of secretly. You're putting things in there, and you're like trying to figure out or trying to remember what people put in it. And I, it's every time I bring it out, it's like weighted at three. It's pretty easy to teach. People love it, and I just love it. It's it's so good. Yeah, the reveal of this one, uh, flipping your card over and then figuring out which action you're going to take. That's is the really action is all what so, it's all about. So interesting. Yeah. I love the actions in this game. So fun. Yep. 22 Excellent. El Grande. It's ranked 87 overall. Excellent pick. El Grande. You're my welcome. number 31 and the last one of the day. Brrr, do, drum roll. There you go. Keyflower. Keyflower. Ah, yep. 
You like yep. this one too? Oh, I love Keyflower. Uh, this is a two to six player game. This is uh, in the Key series, my favorite of the Key series. We're making some great picks today. I think so. For the most part. The better, the higher that we get, the better we're getting, I think. That's it's, the way it should be. <laughs> this one is ranked 88 overall, which is, again, top 100 game for me, really, really high. Uh, in this game, I've actually got a game of this going on in BGA. Another plug for Board Game Arena. If you're mm-hmm. on Board Game Arena, we have a Meeple Town guild in there and called Residents of Meeple Town. You can play games with, with me, probably, not John, but a lot of other people, we play games yeah, in there. Sorry. Keyflower is a game that I have going on right now. Not in that guild, I don't think, a different one. But this one, you are going to be placing your Meeples out onto these tiles to place bids and to take actions on those tiles. This is a really unique bidding system, I think, Mm -hmm. because I'm going to have these meeples behind my screen of different colors, and if I want to bid on one, I might put one red down on the side of a tile that I want to bid on. Then John's like, no, I want that, so he's going to put two red. They have to be the same color. That's right. Somebody else can put three, but I can take that one that I lost right then and put it somewhere else because I am losing that one. I can, the only way for me to get that one back now is to place three on there. Same thing when you're taking the actions. If I want to place a meeple on a tile to get an action, I place one. The next person has to place two, the same color Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. This game is just really, really, really fun. I, I, it's, um, yeah, it, it just makes me feel, this is the time of year. I like playing this one in the fall for thematic reasons. I just mm-hmm. think it's a blast to play. Love it. Every it's time. amazing. I'm, I can't talk about that one either. Keyflower. Ooh, really? Okay. All right. Of course, dude. Keyflower is like always like really high on my list. Yeah, this one has dropped a little bit for me over the years, but I mean... That's a mistake. It's still top 30 game. Whenever you put some new hotness that's just kind of smelly garbage in front of Keyflower, I'm going to boo you. Okay. I mean, the idea... You're going to boo me on some things. The idea... Like, I'm not, I'm not hating... But the idea, if, if, and I don't know this, if if Lost Runes of Arnak is better than Keyflower, that is ridiculous. Lost Runes of Arnak was a top 10 game for me last year. Yeah, that was a bad choice, but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it stayed on there this year. I don't know. Uh, all right, so my we've had a lot of overlap. Isn't that weird? That in all the board games of the land, I think we had... Th- Do we have three overlaps this week? Or just two? Two, I think. Nations and... Uh, yep. Well, my number 21 <laughs> is is Nations. Nations, Rococo, and... No, no, no. There no, was one three. more. There was one more. What was the other one? I just I closed out of all my stuff just a second ago, which was dumb, I guess. Not key flowers. Uh, uh, maybe that was it. Rococo? Did I say that? What is it? Yeah. Is Rococo... Maybe you're right. Maybe that was it. Okay. Well, we, we had did, Hansa we, Teutonica. We, yeah, Hansa Teutonica was, was close last week. Okay, cool. Nations. Yeah, so... <laughs> Is nations better? Or is through the ages better? That's 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 going to be the question that most people that are into heavy, like pretty heavy games, are going to say. They might put their nose up that I have nations on here and I don't have through the ages, which has been on my list before. Through the ages is a is a great game. Through the ages is for me way too complicated to pull out like once a year. Like I play a lot of these games and go through and try to remember all the fiddly rules and stuff that it has. Even though I do really really like that game, nations is streamlined through the ages that is really easy to teach and i love how it's just all about balance and building your empire with balance and then also having that kind of battle back and forth in the different uh areas like the books or whatever i can't remember what they call that um whoever has the most can score points at the end of the ages and stuff with your opponents and like trying to figure that out but i just love it like you can't grow too fast you're gonna you're it's gonna be harmful and so how do i grow at a good speed and 
make the right decisions on those cards to play, but there's not an overwhelming amount of cards, you know, and they're usually really simple. It just ups this, ups that, not complicated. Uh, last time Dean and I played it, what, a month ago? We just loved it. Yeah. It's so good, man. Nations yep. is, is, is absolutely great. Yeah, it's a it, for this type of game. It's a pretty simple game too, overall. Like you, you've already said, but I just, yeah, I think it's a great game. That's it. That's All it, right. man. That's our list for this week. So in in the coming weeks, we're going to be doing the last twenty last of these. 20, now, yeah, just remember, done. if you're listening to the podcast, we will not have the list for next week. It'll be that following week. Um, so back a little bit more on schedule, I guess, for the every. We're I don't know. We just know next week we're not going to have the the yeah. podcast for for this list. There you go. But in the meantime, tell people how they can get in touch with us, John. Yeah, if you're enjoying our YouTube channel, we'd love for you to subscribe. If you're listening, we'd love for you to write a review. That would be really cool. Um, we're at Meepleton Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Patreon, we're Meepleton.com slash Patreon. And we're BoardGameGeekGuild34. Thanks for coming down to Meepletown. I'm sick of you getting mad at my shameless self-promotion. I mean, what's the, I mean, you know what I'm saying? All I'm trying to do is inform listeners of things. Oh, here we and go. And you keep calling me out, and you keep saying, well, you're just promoting yourself. I, I was waiting for a commercial. You're, you're about to promote yourself, aren't you? I'm never doing it again. I'm never mentioning anything in my life. I'm never going to mention that I'm a realtor in the Nashville area, and this is my website. I'm never going d- to mention that I have a cabin that I'm renting out in Gatlinburg. If you're interested, you can go to this website. Is that... You did that. that <laughs>